Hello and welcome to episode 226 of That King Thing. The gaming podcast is hosted by <laughs> us, the King Brothers. You James is stroke. gesturing to Joshua to move his someone. camera down <laughs> because I okay. can just see his nose again. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for completely... No, I'm keeping it like that. <laughs> thanks for completely ruining the flow of my intro, brother. Well, I was just gesturing um, to him to move it down so I didn't interrupt you. This <laughs> this is a gaming podcast. It's hosted by us, the King Brothers. And Joshua's I nose. I am oldest <laughs> one. Well, yeah, there's two brothers and a nose. Um, <laughs> At least part of him showed up this week. <laughs> <laughs> I am the oldest one and your host, Thomas. And I'm joined by little one, James. Hi. And middle one, who is recovered, I think. <laughs> Still got a bit any, of jaundice. Any, any, yeah, I was about to say, anyone watching live or watching this on playback, um, don't be taken back by the fact that Joshua is yellow. He doesn't have jaundice. It's just his shit camera. He is... Uh, healthy ish <laughs> I think <laughs> I assume we're just looking at your cleavage now bro <laughs> that's all I'm saying like, where have your eyes gone <laughs> um, this is a podcast so let's stop just looking at each other without saying words um, good feedback on mine and your episode last week just so you know James um, loyal listener I'm a fan of the show Dummy 2008, Paul Carter of the Paul Posse. Mm-hmm. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Got that one in early. He watched, he happened to be watching the PlayStation event whilst listening to the episode and started it at the same time we started it. <laughs> no way. He did it by chance. And then he got to the end and he was thinking, I'm really glad I've done this. And then we started talking about the fact that, oh, we should put a beep in to tell people to do it. And he was like, this was actually amazing. <laughs> so feedback, cool, if, if you go to this last last week's, watch the PlayStation thing at the same time. You can experience the disappointment. That is quality. I didn't think anyone would so, be doing that, but fair play. No, and the the best bit of it is, I think, he did it by pure chance. It wasn't because yeah, we'd said it in the episode. Better. It was that he'd started it, and then he got to the bit in the episode. He was like, ah, oh, I had to message you because of this. <laughs> so that was, that was cool. That was cool. That's to see. Um, have either of you had any anything eventful going on in the gaming world that we have new things to talk about or do we just do news no nah, i've just been playing among us no new play it, play it i mean that that's kind of new for you oh yeah playing among us but we've all played among games, us at some so, point yeah and, well i mean technically it's been a pc game for over two years all right i'm so, just putting that out there like just because it's suddenly popular now because people can put it on their phones, it doesn't make it a new game. <laughs> it's been around for fucking ages. Too long. <laughs> so It's just popular now because streamers have picked it up and, and people are making videos about it and playing it on the phones and stuff. I mean, it is a good tool for people to be able to join, join in on a stream or yeah. something. Yeah. It's why it's why Jackbox is sometimes popular on streams because you can play that from your phone while watching the stream. Yeah. So it it kind of goes hand in hand, and the delay is not too much of a factor with Jackbox. It can be, I guess, at some times, but 
yeah. it's not normally too bad. So, but yeah, Among Us is decent. It's definitely better in a room. It's even better in a room, honestly. I mean, if Boris is listening, there were six of us. <laughs> if, if Boris isn't listening, there was <laughs> of us in a room together <laughs> the other day. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't orchestrated either. That was just pure comedy. <laughs> What do you mean it wasn't that. orchestrated? Like you'd, you'd not like plan that. <laughs> no, I'm not planning that. This is this is purely. I just thought I could see an opportunity to make a joke here. You've ruined the joke now by bringing more attention to it. You just ripped the joke. Yeah, the, the other on on, sat, on Saturday, me and a couple of friends had been for like a, a beer tasting thing for some new beers at a local brewery. Did you have your masks? And, and yeah, of course we did. Good. And uh, he was like, "Oh, do you want to come back to mine afterwards? We'll we'll buy some cans of some of these beers, take them home." And we'll play some Among Us because the missus has got ends round. And <laughs> that'll mean that there's a grand total of that's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but if Boris is asking, there were six. <laughs> well, te- technically, you six can be to have as many people as you want. Hmm? Trying to have as many people as you want until the new rules got put in place. Uh, yeah, but the rules got put in place the last week, of. which meant that on Saturday, if we'd have had more than six people in a house, we'd have broken the rules. Unless some of them is, were it's a, it's a good, it's a good job that we had people in the game, and that's fine. <laughs> I wonder if anyone knows how many people are in the game at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Can you understand uh, him, James? No, he's gone all crackly, hasn't he? Well, have yeah. I gone all robot on the... Nah, on sh- oh, fine. no. Here we go. This is... This is class- classic internet. I watched a thing on the news where um, an old couple's TV was causing everyone's internet to cut off in the area. How? I don't know. <laughs> but their very old TV caused their everyone's internet in the area to cut off at the exact same time in the morning when they turn the TV on. <laughs> and Piers, Piers Morgan's offered to buy them a new TV <laughs> because the reason why they put the TV on so early in the morning is to watch Good Morning Britain <laughs> or whatever it's called that he does. I'll be back in a minute. I'm You're sure back. You'll... I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Yeah, yeah we can see you now, you know. Oh, nice. It's just and I filled the gap with still, the story. Then. Yeah, no, you did. I, I was listening to it all. Oh. Um, it was enjoyable. I've read the same news story, by the way, James. Have you? Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. This is this is Prime Virgin Media, though, right here. <laughs> Welcome to my world now of just random internet giving upness. It's good, because my um, sheep sometimes better than Virgin Media. Yeah, I mean, at this point, nobody in the live stream is enjoying our goodness. Um... Because that is still dead. But we will carry on anyway. We'll, we'll strive on for the audio. For those for the on audio. Audio, audio gets audio. privileges for once. I know, this is the first... The, this why are you this watching? bit of the show... Why, why are you watching us live yeah, when you could be listening to the, listening to the audio and hearing all this? This idiots. is like prime audio only content. I mean, I mean, at some point now, somebody who listens on audio only and doesn't really come and do the videos either live or after should really be 
when they hear this, put in a comment in the Discord of like, idiots, all of them, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be like, Haha, you get the joke. And then we'll I rip like them it. next week for listening in audio, not video. Yeah, life. I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop and restart the stream and see if that helps. Okay. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, let's continue. Um, the there's nothing to talk about, is there, other than the news? No, I've played a few Game Pass games. I said that's nothing major. Nothing of right. any uh, importance. Then let's do this. Yes. It's a bit aggressive. Thanks. I'm like a um, cat bringing up a fucking furball. It was very similar. Um, well, well, analogied. Is it an analogy that? Yeah, is, I'd it, say so. is it an idiom? I don't know. Anyway. Oh, what now? An Indian. Idiom. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you're 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 a fucking idiom at this point. <laughs> I genuinely thought um, he said Indian. <laughs> no, I said idiom. Um, <laughs> uh, welcome back to those on viewership, by the way. I can see that we're back now. We're um, back. Yeah, my internet's shit. Um, we've, you've not missed anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're just starting the news. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, during our coin chat has immediately gone that was totally James's fault <laughs> we were talking it. about we were talking it. about little islands with shit internet during Arco and people getting cut off due to TVs I don't know if that was the Island Man or not but <laughs> I don't know anyway news um, Microsoft mm. throwing the dollar bills round like Holy it's <laughs> like it's fashionable Phil Spencer, um, he's just he's on fire this year, isn't he? Well, that this is not just Phil though. This is like Microsoft. This is this is this is bigger than Phil. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so Microsoft basically have bought Zenimax for seven point five billion dollars. Billion, um, just let that which sink is in. which is massive. I saw someone put this in perspective by saying Disney paid four point uh, four billion. For Marvel, yeah, which is still and a lot four, of money. and then a, a separate four billion for cost, um, Star Wars from LucasArts. So uh, I mean that that shows how big of a market this is. If they're willing to pay nearly twice the value of Star Wars, well, when yeah. Microsoft bought Mojang and Minecraft and everything related, that were two and a half mil. Yeah, that's mil, not bill. This bill. is Bill. What about Bill? What about Bill as well? It costs two point five. Well, you said Mill. Yeah, you said Mill, not Bill. Poor <laughs> Bill. <laughs> anyway, but it costs two point five billion, so it's like a quarter, not a quarter, a third of the price that they've paid for this as well. But they're getting a hell of a lot more out of it. I mean, Minecraft was pretty massive, though. Yeah. But I mean, not everyone knows who Zenimax are. You you probably have to have played certain games to yeah. fully recognize the name. Um, for those that don't recognise the name Zenimax, it's basically um, an overarching publisher who most notably own Bethesda, but they also own Arcane Studios and ID. Is it ID Interactive? I can't remember what they're called now. ID, anyway. Um, 
and, and many others. They're, they're <laughs> sort of like the three of the key big players, but there's I think there's another six studios other than those three. So it's a, it's a big purchase. So um, oh no, I, sorry, it might be it might be another five studios than those three. I, I think I remember reading that it takes Microsoft from having fifteen studios to twenty three, so that means a total of eight. So yeah. there must be another five other than those three I mentioned. Um, in terms of games. What that means is some key acquisitions for Microsoft now for Xbox are Elder Scrolls, the entire bunch, um, Fallout, and Starfield are probably the, the the new thing. That was the new thing that's in development at the minute. They're sort of like pretty big Bethesda-based stuff. You've got Wolfenstein and Doom, which is from ID. So Doom. that's something else that comes into the Microsoft house. Uh, you got stuff like Prey and Dishonored. They're from Arcane. So, like, I mean, some some of these Bethesda, I think, have slight involvements with as well, but, like, they're the key studios. Like, Elder Scrolls Fallout, they're Bethesda-developed games, whereas Prey, Dishonored, even if Bethesda have a hand in publishing them, um, they're still developed by Arkane. Yeah. So, um, they've said that they're going to kind of let Bethesda still run as its own ent- entity, um, but essentially it's a division of Microsoft now. Yeah. So... I mean, it's it's massive. It is a massive scoop for yeah. them. I told massive. them, I told Kate that Xbox had bought Bethesda. I've just got a message from Xbox. How fucking weird. He'll <laughs> be saying, thank you for playing Rocket League. It's no longer available for free right now. Because <laughs> I've, I've had that message in past uh, five minutes. It's oh, right. stop talking about our financial situation. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, I told, I told Kate about Xbox buying Bethesda. And uh, she was like, but they already had Fallout. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> because X, it was on Xbox, weren't it? I, do you know what? I, I mean, it's all well and good saying this in hindsight, but I kind of had a, a suspicion we might get this at some point because games like Elder Scrolls and Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls Online, sorry, specifically, um, and Fallout 76 have both been on Game Pass for a little while now yes. and been free and when that happened I sort of started getting a little suspicion of have they maybe tied up some sort of deal with Bethesda but I was thinking more it was to put it's a little bit similar to the way that a lot of Ubisoft games go to Epic on the yeah. Epic thing on PC and you can get them free quite often on Epic because Ubisoft are giving them to Epic. Yeah. And I thought, mm, maybe Microsoft had tied up some sort of deal with Bethesda for that. But this was beyond anything I think most people could expect. Uh, so, I mean, it's an impressive purchase. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Like, the the interesting thing will be now is, will stuff like Elder Scrolls Six, uh, Starfield, anything else that's in dev that I can't think of right now, yeah. Will they suddenly start becoming exclusives? Any new Fallout games, will they become exclusives? I think if they want to keep making money, if they want to make a profit on buying Bethesda and everything else, then keep selling it. I mean, this is this is what I've said. I, I think that it's possibly one of the smartest things Microsoft's ever done. And that's basically, they now have control of two titles that are PS5 launch exclusives. Uh, not launch exclusive. Sorry, let me let me rephrase that. They're they're PS five timed exclusives. Not launch. Yeah. Launch was the wrong word. So Deathloop and Ghostwire um, are both set to come out on 
PlayStation 5 before yeah. anything else. And they've said that they will still honour that. And to be honest, I think they've got to honour that because if they even think about messing with that deal, then they are in troubled waters immediately. Yeah. The backlash on that would be horrific. Like, in the, the, the issues that Epic faced when they decided it was a good idea to remove Metro from um, Steam because of a deal that they'd struck with Deep Silver. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was never a good idea. And Microsoft are too smart to make mistakes like that anyway. Even if they've not seen the example of Epic and and Metro before, I don't think Microsoft would be sure enough to make that mistake. Um, because, like I mean, uh, there's definitely some... Um, some like well we're gonna we're gonna buy this and <laughs> fuck Sony players like PlayStation fuck players you, over. PlayStation. But there's also there is still an element of like the face of Microsoft recently has been we just want everyone to be able to play good games. We don't care and where you are. We're just happier if you're with us. And, and all they care about is having you on a subscription. I mean, They're not trying to sell it. Yeah. Who? If I was Microsoft, I wouldn't care where anyone bought a Bethesda game as long as I pocketed it. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, why make the Elder Scrolls Six a I console mean, exclusive to Xbox when you cut in like I mean, half's an early thing to say at the minute because we don't know where the, the the console divides will go by that time, but. Like, you're cutting out a massive amount of your marketing. Instead of being Sony and being going, oh, this is for us and nobody's going to touch it, what Microsoft yeah. could potentially do here is, is basically... What, 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 what would be delightful to me is the people who argue about how Xbox has no exclusive, Sony's got loads, then go and buy these games and basically put money in Microsoft's pocket. That's like... That's the funny thing here. It's, we're gonna yeah. make we're gonna make money off of the people that don't buy our consoles because the people who buy our consoles precisely are, yeah. are paying for the good deal. Correct. And they are now paying. What is it? Seventy quid for a PlayStation Five game? It will be. So yeah. they're they're gonna be paying seventy quid per title, and Zenimax and Bethesda have got too many. Like there's there's Doom. There's Everything that comes out. No, I can't. I can't think. Of it off top of my there's head. doom everything. and everything. <laughs> but there's, you know what I mean. Like, there's, there's a variety of different yeah. games that yeah, yeah, the PlayStation Five players are still going to want to play, and probably still will get to play on day one. And Microsoft will make money off of them. Too. Yeah. Don't don't but don't that... buy an Xbox. Just buy the games. That's all. That, they that's need to do. that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's. It's a way for them to make money on people that don't decide to buy into the exactly, console ecosystem. Yeah. They're going to end up, and that's what they're interested the in. Just I mean, because the, I mean, you don't you don't necessarily want a monopoly situation because no. that's not good for anyone. No. Um, whether you like Xbox or not, it's not a good place to be in. Is is having a monopoly scenario? But I mean, it's good for them to be able to make money off. Sales that they wouldn't necessarily well, it's sales that they wouldn't have anything out of because yeah. it's not their studio and it's not their console, exactly. so they're not going to earn anything. Whereas yeah. now they will, yeah. If they if they continue, like 
all <laughs> it's going to be so funny all these people that were like banging on about Deathloop being an exclusive <laughs> and they're all going to buy it and just be putting hands in, in the enemies and bear in mind I'm using this terminology because that's the that's their mentality not mine like yeah. their mentality is ha we've got Deathloop fuck you and it's like ha we've got your money fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I may just be forgetting but what the fuck's Deathloop Deathloop is, is the that one that they showed game? off. They showed off again. It's not shit. At all. Um, shit. They, they show. They showed it off again at um, the PS4 console, PS5 event, Sony event, PS5 whatever. event, whatever it was fucking called last week. All it's right. the one where um, you got to kill it looks, people. It? it looks a bit. It looks a bit like um, Borderlands. We happy fuse somewhere kind of art style like that cell shaded kind of art style and um no james you said that during the live stream um (laughs) and um it's stuff like that that makes you think it's shit it's because it looks slightly like we have a few in places but basically (laughs) i don't know the full context of it because i can't remember off the top of my head but it's along the lines of like you you end up like repeating a particular kill or a death over and over again until you, you find the way out of it, and you can you so, avoid it somehow or so something. It's exactly like <clears throat> a Tom Cruise film, where he constantly keeps getting brought back to life by aliens and I, constantly gets re. Like, I don't know because I don't really know Tom Cruise's back catalogue other than Top Gun and I can't remember that's it. Mission Impossible, Live Die Repeat, or something like a that. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Would it not be simple? Maybe would it not it's, be easier ground... to compare it to Looper? I don't the know film. what that is because Death Loop. Looper, he comes back and kills himself. Sorry if anyone's not seen Looper. James, would it be easier to compare it to Butterfly Effect? Maybe it is actually a bit Butterfly Effect Because Butterfly Effect is where he finds a way to go back, tries to change something in his past to make the, the, the present time better, and then it has adverse effects. Like something yeah. will go really, really well. But then something else has gone horrendous. What and about he, keep, he keeps going back and keeps making it worse? What, how has Cast- Castaway got to do with <laughs> that's it? That's what I'm going to do with that game. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're not even buying a PlayStation, so you do. can't play it. <laughs> well, at least not straight away. You can't. Um, so yeah, that's it's it's quite a big acquisition. I think there's a lot more to dig into it that we'll find, and there'll be more that will come out over the coming weeks now that it's been announced. Um, I think we'll see a lot of like Bethesda One... stuff, like the older, the older <clears throat> Elder Scrolls games, the older oh, Fallout. Game I mean, soon, what's man. what everyone finds really interesting is obviously Obsidian went out of the way to leave the group to get away from Bethesda to, and went and joined Microsoft. Bearing in mind, for those that don't realise, Obsidian made Fallout New Vegas under Bethesda. So they left the Bethesda ZeniMax group to to go to Microsoft to get away from Bethesda because <laughs> they didn't like the way that they were working there. And then Microsoft had just basically gone and bought Bethesda. So it's like, <laughs> welcome back, guys. <laughs> but it's then fueled like speculation of, oh, could we see like Obsidian be given the Fallout, um, the Fallout title again? As a well, after seventy six, they needed. <laughs> yeah, but seventy six is nowhere near as bad as people still make well, it out to be. I will, it, I will stand by that. I've played it since. No one, excuse me, it's nowhere near as bad as what people have made it out to be. It's, 
it's exactly the same as a lot of games like that where if you're making an MMO game, it's very rare to hit the ground and it be perfect. Very rare. Like, the reason World of Warcraft survived 16 years is because it's changed so much from point A to where we are now. Mm. It has changed so much. Like, Elder Scrolls Online survived because they made significant changes to it. Final Fantasy XIV got completely destroyed, and they built it into lore that an asteroid or whatever it was destroyed the world completely, and then you had A Realm Reborn, which was a brand new game, because the first one was just so shit. (laughs) Like, it happens all the time. And with Fallout 76, they've kind of... They've brought it back up to where it should have been in the beginning. But people are a little bit too... um, a little bit too, like, burnt by what happened with 76 at launch, I think. Yeah. But if people if people tried it because of the fact that it's free, I bet there's a lot of people that would, like, have interest in going back to it now. Like, I enjoyed it when I played it. I haven't got the time to put into it, otherwise I'd play it more. I mean, I might play it more if, I, if people were playing it alongside me and we, we did stuff together. I, maybe, I don't know. But, yeah. Um... We'll see. Um, what's going on in chat? About names. Hello, about names. Uh, Arcane's new game. They did Prey 2017 Dishonored. What, have they actually got a game in the works of the minute names? Is that what you mean? Do you not know what that is? Oh, wait, no. Deathloop is Arcane's new game, I think, actually. Deathloop is the Arcane one, yeah. I can't remember who... Um, Ghostwire Tokyo is. I don't know if that's Arcane as well or if that's ID for them. Um, I can't remember which of the two it is, but it's one of them. It's not a Bethesda one, that one. Um, speaking of the, the next consoles as well, we kind of touched on it a second ago where James is like, I'm married by a PlayStation. You won't, James. Kate <laughs> um, wants a PlayStation. But, <clears throat> so the PS5 Digitals, the ones without the disc tray, the ones that are like More expensive. 100- a hundred-ish. Oh, no, no the cheaper A hundred, yeah. hundred-ish cheaper, depending on your currency. Probably cost um, you more in the long run, but yeah. Why would it cost you more in the long run? Because if you've got a shit internet connection and you can't get a game onto your digital version because of your shitty internet, then it's going to take you forever to download a game. You can buy I mean, a disc and put it in. And you can probably buy discs from shops a lot cheaper than you'll ever be able to get a digital one from Sony or Xbox. I feel like Josh was against. I mean, I've got I've got retorts to what Josh was saying, which is if you've got shit internet and you know you've got shit internet, don't buy a digital yeah. on the console. <laughs> Thomas, one. do not one. buy a shit. <laughs> don't buy it, Thomas. Don't and, do it. And, and two, and two, even if you buy a disc. You still have like a fucking forty gig to... launch day download still... every time. You, you, you every time, do, which is absolutely like I completely understand that, that exists. But you can still go and pick up a disc for thirty quid instead of for seventy later on. I mean, if I can go on. I can go on my PC and pick it up for fifteen quid yeah, yeah. instead this, of buying a disc. This is merging. I mean? This is it's... merging into the topic. Kind of. It's not. It's it's merging into like what's the most cost effective way to game. And the point is, is that the less you pay for the console or piece of equipment, the more you'll end up paying for the games. That's just fa- that is just fact. Yeah. Like PC games are so cheap because the the equipment 
is de- like is equipment dependent. Like, yeah. and you have to spend money on the equipment to be able to play the new games. A console's fixed, so therefore, the hardware is cheaper because it's fixed. But the games are more expensive because that's where people make. That's where the industry makes its money. Yeah. And then obviously digital ones are more expensive because of convenience, e- ease of ease of access. Whatever. Anyway, this is a completely different topic. Um, PS Five digital consoles. It looks like you will be amazingly lucky if you manage to get one because um, the numbers in comparison for digital to the I don't know what you'd call it the standard edition, the numbers available to purchase. In both America and the UK, from from the figures that I've seen, it's ridiculous. There's like basically most retailers are reporting that they've got between a ten and twenty percent ratio of digital to standard consoles. So there's like there's essentially there's there's like places that are saying we've only got thirteen percent of the consoles allocation for PlayStation fives are digital ones, and the rest is all the standard one. So that's why. So everyone was like, "Oh my god, the digital ones like sold out so quickly and become unavailable." Is because there isn't any. <laughs> like they just, wow. and I think that's a. I, I it's can't decide. They don't want you to buy them, really. Well, the, and this is the thing: I can't work out just yet if it's um, a, a, a really ridiculous oversight by Sony of um, they didn't realize that people would want this console so much, or Two, it's more, we don't really want people to buy this, so we'll put some out there, and then what happens is people are like, oh, I can't get the digital one, but I really want one, so I'm going to buy the, the normal yeah. one. And if it but is, that's quite nasty and now. underhanded. Yeah, but they they can't be. whinge now because they've had one offered and they just didn't get mm. one, unfortunately, so they'll have I mean, to get a big one. The reason I'm suspicious of, of the, the motives behind these numbers is the fact that... Um, <clears throat> After the Series S properly revealed itself, uh, Jim Ryan, who's the CEO at Sony Interactive, I think it is, um, he basically came out and said, I, I can't remember the exact quote, so I am paraphrasing, but he basically said, consoles like the Series S, like budget, lower-spec consoles, have not had great results in the past. Basically saying... And I, that... It, in his defense, what he was trying to say is that's why we're only doing a digital and a, a, a disced version of the console and yeah. the specs the same. We're not going as far as Microsoft to have something that's slightly lower spec. I understand that was his point, but it, I don't know. It just it, I, I find it immediately suspicious that he comes out with comments like that and then you find out that like probably less than 15% still, of the allocations of consoles are actually the digital ones. I still find it dumb that they've done it the price in the way that they have. I'd have thought they'd done the disc tray. Who? PS5, Sony, whatever. Right. You think people should pay less to have an extra piece of equipment in the machine? I don't know. I just, I just feel like having discless... Like I've not used a disc. What's in my Xbox? Two seconds. <laughs> Black Ops 3 is in my Xbox. <laughs> right. When did that come out? <laughs> yeah, that was last gen. I mean, James, The Last of Us is in my PlayStation, and that came out PS3, so... Yeah, but you've, you've been playing that recently. Exactly. The point I'm making, the point I'm making is that I don't use discs at all. 
you, you could have been playing Black Ops 3 for a bit of zombies. No, I've not played Black Ops 3 in God. Like, I mean... Kate's been sneaking in and playing on it, we aren't you? We, we had this conversation about why is it... There's no way that the disc tray cost them $100. And, no and But the, the whole reason for this is they're trying to... Well, the theory at the time was they're trying to make the digital one more appealing because the money that that they lose by reducing the cost further than what the disc trays save them is money that they're guaranteed to earn by you having to buy the games digitally through their marketplace, meaning they always 100% get a cut. Whereas, um, whereas obviously, if you're buying a, a disc from a retailer, PlayStation aren't selling you that disc, so they don't necessarily get that cut. So that that's why they're giving you a bigger reduction. That's why they're giving you a hundred dollars reduction because, or hundred pounds, whatever your currency is, whatever. That's why they're giving it you because even though that piece of equipment is like thirty, maybe forty quid, they'll make more than the other sixty back on you by you, the fact you've got to buy digital games through them. <clears throat> so they don't care at that Which point. Which is why I don't understand why the stock seems so low on the digital side because because they, they don't want to build money. it. But they might but, not want to build it, but they'll make more money out. Yeah, but of it does if they does did. this not show how much of a loss leader the console might be? Well, yeah. I mean, how much money they might not actually be making on the console? Yeah. In terms of components, because there was a rumor for a long time that the PlayStation, in terms of its components, was going to be more in the region of six hundred dollars for a long time. I'm just playing a quick game of zombies. <laughs> I put it in and it loaded up. <laughs> oh. Anyway, this, this, this is by the by, right? That, that's the, that's the news. Anyway, there's there's not many PS5 digitals, and it's because Sony aren't giving anybody any. Because the dick either of you two pre-ordered an Xbox or a PlayStation. Then? I've ordered. No. I pre-ordered everything except an X. Right. So I've pre-ordered a digital PS5, a disced PS5, and a Series S. Why have you got two? Because <clears throat> I want to. Because I want to. Yeah, one's for work. <laughs> yeah, one one's actually He's for the office. Me before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I pre-ordered two to be safe because the retailers put them out on pre-order as soon as the the fucking conference thing had finished. Pretty much, they were supposed to wait until the next morning, but most of them just put the fucking consoles out. How how Sony lost control of that compared to Microsoft? I have no idea. Microsoft have made people wait three fucking weeks or whatever it is, two weeks. Like, how Sony lost control of that situation, I have no clue. <laughs> but they just like, um, yeah, so these consoles will be available to pre-order from tomorrow, and then this is when they'll come out. And then suddenly, they were all online, and you could just fucking pre-order them. They were like, all right. I just remember me and Jerry Narco, after the thing had gone off, me and Jerry Narco were literally, like, comparing links through <laughs> through my stream, and he's going, oh, I found one on Smith's, and I'm like, right, I'm pre-order that one. He's like, yeah, it's on Amazon now, I'm like, pre-order that one. <laughs> like, we were just pre-ordering them for fun at that point. Just, if, if you are struggling to get a pre-order, just wait a week, they'll immediately be back. They're just going to make some mm. more in a machine and send well. Them. They're saying that they aren't going to increase the numbers of the digital ones. Apparently, I don't. I don't know the, the extent of it. Well, they've had a lot of backlash because the people have people have cottoned on to the fact that there isn't any. So boycott it till they've got some more digitals. <laughs> That's not going to happen. I mean, all I will say is that the way that the console 
generations tend to swing from side to side. Sony are having a slightly rocky start this one. As much as the console does look to be good generally, the issue with the pre-orders, generally speaking, of them coming out too early and people getting fucked over, they're not being enough digitals because they've underestimated <coughs> the demand for them. Um, and all that shit. The chat shit. Is dubious. And then Microsoft go and buy fucking Bethesda <laughs> and be like, yeah, we own your exclusive games now, bitch. <laughs> so it's an interesting time we live in. Um, very quick one. If anyone's on PC um, and you don't have Rocket League already, while it's free, if you download it from the Epic launcher, you get a free $10 of Epic credit to use on the Epic Store. So Does that mean I can it. also use that credit on the Xbox? I have no idea because it's Epic credit for the Epic launcher. But if I use so the I Epic imagine credit not on my Epic account, to I can buy... add cash to my Rocket account and use Maybe. it on my Xbox. Okay, um, I'm going to move us on to the topic at hand, topic. which was supposed to be cloud gaming. Um, because that's something we're going to talk about it feels more relevant now that these consoles are out there and ready for pre-order as well because of the fact that um, I mean these two of them are digital only, they've they've got no discs so um, I mean for those that don't fully understand cloud gaming I guess because it's not necessarily that big of a thing Generally, like the the more casual gamer might not even fully understand what it is. Essentially, it's it, imagine Netflix for video games. That is the most simple analogy I can give you. You pay a subscription service. Um, there is a game held on a remote computer, and <laughs> you click "I want to play this game," and it is streamed to you via the internet. Just like when you are watching. YouTube or, or Netflix or Pornhub <laughs> or RedTube or X Hamster <laughs> or I'm trying to think of the most sordid Bang Bros. I said Pornhub, uh, Fake Taxi, all these things. Um, in the Im- imagine cloud com. gaming is in the bushes. That com is that real? Please tell me that's real. In the bushes. Would be quite funny if it was. A little bit of voyeur action. I right made there. it. I made it a few years ago, but it never really took off. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, a anyway, little picture of Joshua. On that's, it. <laughs> that's essentially the most. That's, that's essentially the most basic explanation of cloud gaming. I'm gonna give. Um, I mean, there's advantages and disadvantages to it. Let's discuss. <laughs> Let's. I mean, you just went into it a little bit just then, talking about the... the... I mean, we did to a degree. Like, I mean, the advantage of digital will always be instant on-demand access to something. Yeah. Like, in the same way that your your Netflixes of this world um, exist, (laughs) and it's like, oh, I want to watch an entire season of something. It's just there, and I can just watch it. Yeah. It's at my disposal. Like, do you um, buy DVDs these days? I do, I only ever buy a DVD of a game. DVDs for me are like what I do with games, and that's 
I'll buy a DVD that's probably usually like a special director's cut edition yeah. of a movie that I already really, really like and have probably watched multiple times yeah. already. In the same way that I will generally only buy a physical game now if it's a special edition, um, like comes with a, a figurine or it, it comes with something yeah. and it's a boxed limited run edition. That's the only time I really buy discs of the DVD or the game variety. Yeah. Um, I mean, the flexibility of being able to game anywhere is a plus. To be able to just as always have your phone and play what are AAA console and PC titles. We're playing Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, you've you've got the access to those without the expense of a console or the expense of a PC. Yeah. So there's a there's a money saving aspect there. Up until the point that... Because then again, I was about to say up until the point that your subscriptions outweighed the cost of the console, but with something like xCloud, it's access to xCloud, at least for the foreseeable, is included in Game Pass Ultimate, and I buy Game Pass Ultimate and have a PC and a console. Yeah. So I'm not... If I just sold those and just xCloud xClouded everything, then I wouldn't technically be losing out. No, yeah. Because I'd have been paying for the ultimate anyway. Um, Sometimes you so... just don't want to be near games, though, don't you? What do you mean? Well, the idea is that Xbox is literally anywhere you are because you've got your phone or your tablet or your laptop or your computer yeah. or your console or whatever. Sometimes you just don't want to be anywhere near it. I don't. I don't know what you mean. I mean, like, do you mean there's too much and you get sick of it? Yeah. I mean, there is, but you don't have to play the games all the time. No, yeah, like, have some self-restraint. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you feel like games... Uh, Taking over your life. Uh, I just can't yeah, a too, <laughs> it, like, a too up in your face, then don't install the xCloud Game Pass app on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> just don't install it. I mean, <laughs> pretty simple solution right there, bro. Um, so, so what we're saying is, there's there's good accessibility because yeah. you've you've got stuff on demand. Mm-hmm. You've got the the freedom of being able to do it in like wherever you are, essentially with with stuff on your phone. Yeah. You've got an always growing library because with stuff like XCloud and. I guess Stadia to a degree, but probably not. Stadia is a bad example of cloud gaming, by the way. Um, I forgot what the NVIDIA one's called, but the NVIDIA one's another good example of it from what I've seen. I've not used that one personally, but it just looks to be a good example of it. Um, um, But like, essentially, new games come out and get added to that, so your library's always growing without you having to even think about it. Um, Yeah. One of you pointed out, like, no downloads, so... If you want to play a game, it's just there. You don't yeah. have to go through this whole process of download, install, and so I've, on. I've reinstalled Destiny 2 today because all of the yeah. new passes got added. 108 gigabytes. Yeah, exactly. It's, I, it's I wouldn't have even had to do that. I could have I gone and turned on Stadia if I wanted to and played Destiny I mean, through that, but it's... it's it's just re- reminded me earlier like how big games are now and how big they're going to get on on a similar Streaming note to that as well a quicker way on a similar note to that updates yeah 
I mean, what you're playing on the other side is always going to be up to date, in theory. It should yeah. it ought to be. So the only thing you, they'll you, have to you do say... is shut it down for an hour to update it themselves. Yeah, but, yeah, but they'd probably phase the releases of them so that there's always a server available, yeah. in, yeah. in theory. Yeah. If they were to do it right. If yeah. they were to do it right. So like you've not got the issue of, oh, I really fancy playing this for an hour, and then you boot it up and it's like, 10 gig update and you're like fuck's sake that's just <laughs> like ruined my out yeah yeah war warzone gta can be a bit of a fucker for it sometimes yeah. um i mean a lot of the games i play on pc tend to have scheduled windows for maintenance yeah. so you kind of know on a tuesday morning you're not gonna play the game because it's down and then you're gonna have to do an install yeah. afterwards so i always know on a tuesday night when i get home i open up all the launches for like wow and ESO and and whatever and they all sit and update so I, yeah. I know that it's coming um, but that's uh, one of you put game sharing a huge selling point for groups of friends and families yeah I put that what what do you mean by that <laughs> well like me and Kate for game example sharing. me and Kate both play the same games so right. instead of buying two copies of the same game on disc we can buy one copy of it and game share because can you put, Yes. Yeah, but do you on, know if that works via cloud gaming? Well? Oh. How would you both? How would you both stream it on cloud gaming? Oh right, I'm thinking. You'd both, but then again, then again, you'd both have to be subscribed. You just have two subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if these companies play these things right, you have a family subscription that allows because exactly the same as Netflix. If you you pay for different levels of subscription with Netflix, not not everyone always realizes, but. I mean, you've got a base subscription, which I think lets two devices watch at once. Yeah. Then you can pay a bit more, and like four devices can watch at once, and so on. So there is there is a scaling yeah. structure within Netflix, and you could potentially do the same thing with cloud gaming services, where it's like if it's just you, it's X amount per month. Yeah. Add add a add a family member for so much per month and extra, but not the full cost. So that would be one good way of them doing it. I'm gonna have to go but, for a piss. <laughs> I Thanks mean... for announcing that, James. You... <laughs> Go on, do one. Do one, we'll just talk about something. What, here? No. <laughs> Piss off. Go on, piss <laughs> off, literally. I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they're the good side. I don't know if anyone's bringing up any good sides in chat. Let's have a look. Um... Oh, hello, Mash in chat. <laughs> Stadia. <laughs> yeah. Um, how does the cloud gaming work if it's raining? Jerry Narco, that is not worth my time. <laughs> um, names. Um, oh, let's have a look. Jerry Narco, preloading for digital purchases. I mean, preloading's been a thing for a while. You've been able to, if you buy a game digitally, you've been able to pre install it and then just not get access, haven't you, for quite a long time? So, but you'd, again, you'd avoid that with cloud gaming. So, um, yeah. Um, I mean, bad sides. I don't care about waiting for James. Bad sides. The internet requirement of most of them, from what I've seen, is about 10 meg. Now, I know for a lot of people that's probably like nothing compared to what they get, but for a lot of people, they don't get close to that, even still in this day and age. Um, I mean, Jerry Narco, I'd be interested to know what your um, internet connection speed is actually like for download. Because I know that you do sometimes have issues, so it'd be interesting to know what your speed actually is. But people in more rural places, I, I, I guess the difference would be you'd still do it the classic way, 
but it's ruled out immediately for a lot of these people. The gaming on the go thing is very dependent, I would say, on you having Wi-Fi on this note as well, because yeah, it's all it's well huge. and good. It's all well and good streaming a game to your phone. Um, right, Jerry Narco's got eighty meg. He's fine. Like got eighty meg. Hour, but this is the thing: doing it from doing it from your phone. If you're doing it from your phone, I mean, if you've got a limited data tariff or oh, anything like that, that, you 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 could be you could be spending yourself an absolute fortune. Um. So the speed's not the only factor. It's like allowances and amounts of data that yeah. you're allowed to use. I mean, some services still have limited use on home broadband services. Like, not everywhere is just unlimited usage. Not everyone's got that luxury. So, I mean, you need the speed and the... Not the capacity, I guess, the... Allowance. I'd say you were on bad points then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're just starting the bad points, James. Um, I mean, from what I've seen, latency is not such an issue, but I'd always be paranoid of it. Yeah. Like, like am, am I on the same equipment as that person playing that character? And am it's I not even that. It's just the experience. As quick as them, because I've got to put my input in. And then it does the game. All, all yeah, there's, there was some weird shit where the Stadia talked about how they kind of preempted what you were going to... It's bullshit. Whatever that is, it's bullshit. Um, they can't know what you're going to press before you press it. Yeah. No way. It's not possible. Um, like, the, the, the key thing for me on this is, right, I was... So I was playing... It's a really specific example, not even to do with cloud gaming, it's to do with input latency. I was playing four guys from my PlayStation through my capture card because yeah. I was streaming it, okay? I, what I then was doing at the time was I didn't have a pass... Well, I did have a pass-through on that capture card, but that's not how it was set up. What I was doing is I was taking the feed that was in OBS of the PlayStation and blowing it up full screen on my main monitor. So what I was actually doing is, to play, I was kind of watching what was coming through the stream. Yeah, and that, there was yeah. the most minuscule delay in it. And the thing that I noticed immediately, when I moved to playing Fall Guys on the PC, and it was real-time without that minuscule display um, delay on the capture card, suddenly... Things where I was thinking, why do I keep missing this jump? Why do I keep getting stuck on this? Yeah. Suddenly right. it didn't happen anymore because of just the most minute of delays. Yeah. And I can't help but think that it would just be off-putting for certain games. Like, slower-paced, more methodical story games, I've never noticed a problem. Playing The Last of Us, I didn't really have much of an issue um, and stuff like that. But specifically playing Fall Guys, I was having issues before I moved it over to playing it from PC I've, directly. I've done the same thing. So I was doing through a capture card and streaming at the same time playing Pokemon to start with. Very time-based. You don't really have to do anything. You just pick a few menu options and then you know, you've, you've fought your battle and you're done. But yeah. then switching to Tetris or Mario, there's like a, a two second delay or something between the yeah. screen and, and what comes through yeah. so it's it's yeah I, I've done exactly the same thing before but I've done it with the Xbox as well and it's it's, it's weird I, I used to do it using the um, 
I can't remember what it was called. It was the Xbox app, the screencast oh, yeah. thing that they used to yeah. do. I don't know if it still yeah. even worked. But it no, meant you could like... It, it meant that I could basically... I used to leave my Xbox downstairs on connected on the main TV, but it meant I could stream it because I could remote play it. That's what it was called. I could remote play it on the PC up here and then stream like what I was playing from the PC. Mm. But there was always a there was always a like a tiny delay. My Steam Link, my Steam Link, I barely use it. It's plugged into my TV downstairs. It allows me to play all sorts of games from my Steam account, like GTA and Witcher and. I can't think what else they're like just some key ones that I've picked up in the past like I can I can yeah. play loads with it but there's always like a a slight issue in terms of the connection like just dropping for a millisecond yeah. and or like a latency on input and stuff and you, in certain games you notice it a heck of a lot more than you do yeah. in others so I think that'd always be a concern and um, that delay is only happening between your router and the device yeah exactly that's on on an internal network is is short whereas you're obviously streaming from a server in some location you don't actually know (laughs) and it's coming all the way through the internet to you and obviously your internet might not be as good as somewhere else I mean as well going back to the sort of the wireless aspect of it specifically is even wired you can have issues like that like really odd example but there's a reason that like a lot of um tournament games players will play with a wired controller over a wireless one and it's just silly little things like connectivity and input latency yeah they prefer it that's why xbox made such a big deal of the elite when you plug it in, it's not just charging a wireless controller, it's deactivating the, the, the Bluetooth connection and doing it through the through the USB. And it's why like when you go buy scuff controllers and um razor controllers and all that stuff, they're all hardwired because yeah. they're tournament ready or whatever. Because that's what they all do. Yeah. So you'd always have that that aspect, I think. Um, coming away from the connectivity I think another drawback is always going to be the service that you're paying for as much as we're saying it's really good it's on demand you can just play a game whenever you fancy it the service might not might not always have the game that you want like yeah. I go into Netflix yeah. and Fact I can't watch, watch The Office I have to go to Amazon for The Office yeah Oh, and even then, that's not always included in Prime. Like, I, I want to watch the the thing yeah. is with with this is it's going to be similar to Netflix, where you're gonna possibly just do a trial to play something, but you might stay for what else they've got. Yeah, true. And well, that, I've done that, that with BritBox. It's, it's up to the provider to to sell you on the rest of what they've got. Really, if yeah, it's but not, it's... if it's not that much of a good library, then you might not want to be. I mean, that, yeah, but this is why Stadia things. suffers. This is why Stadia is yeah. shit because the library is wank. Yeah, the library is fucking terrible. I imagine I've not used it. I've not even watched someone use it, but I imagine the technology works and you can play your games mm. at, at, on your computer. People don't have an browser. issue with that. People but... don't have an issue with the gameplay. 
why would anybody want to play any of the games that they've put out there and they've not even said that any of these new games that are coming out are even available on Stadia. They're not advertising themselves anymore. They're just giving up. The other, the other thing with Stadia, though, is you had to buy the games to play them. Yeah. It wasn't a subscription service. Or there was a subscription service, but you still had to buy the game. It was, it was flawed from day one, I think, Stadia. It was always fucked and doomed. Yeah. And they just went about it the wrong way. Um, the others seem to have done a better job of it up to now, I think. Yeah. Um, but like, I think that the thing to take home on this as well is before anyone thinks, well, it's only the same as buying a PlayStation and then being annoyed that you can't play Gears, or buying an Xbox and being annoyed that you can't play God of War. It's it's more than that though, because if you buy a specific console, the only thing that you can't get on it realistically is a handful of in-house exclusives. Yeah. Like, Grand Theft Auto, I can go buy Grand Theft Auto on Whatever any of want. my consoles and my PC. But if Xbox for xCloud don't have a deal with Rockstar to stream GTA, because it's on Stadia, you yeah. suddenly, you've somehow then made something a cloud exclusive to Stadia. Yeah. Or xCloud, or the NVIDIA one, or whatever else. Like yeah. it's it's a lot worse than that. So th- there's that aspect, and then on on even further, what if it's down? <laughs> like no, exactly. Yeah. If the thing's down, you've got no games. At least when Xbox Live, PS Plus, whatever is down, you can still play your offline games. You yeah, can still play other stuff. Well, I I do. Like I, I mean, I I have. I can sit. If, if if I had no internet, if I had no internet, I could sit here and happily play like Diablo three on multiple platforms. I could yeah. play City Skylines. I could play Wasteland that I've been enjoying recently. There's a ton of games that I can play, and even though I only own Wastelands because it's free in Game Pass, the thing that's intelligent about the way that installing Game Pass games works is the fact that you get like a. It's like when you download a song on Spotify so that you don't have to stream it all the time. If you've got an album yeah. that you really like on Spotify, you can download it, and then it's it's on your device, and you don't have to stream it all the time whenever you want yeah. to listen to it. And all Spotify does is it does periodic checks to check that you're still connected and you still got an active subscription. And if you get to a point where you've not actually been online with your Spotify account for a long time, and you try and play yeah. a downloaded song, it'll pop up to you and say, sorry, you can't play this anymore because you've not signed in for so long. Because it wants to validate that you've still got the access. And that's kind of how Game Pass works when you download the games, that you don't have to be online to validate that you own the game, providing you're on your main console before that becomes a point. Same with PlayStation. If you're on your, your primary console you've got leeway where you don't have to be online to play these games. If yeah. you're on your second console, which some people do use for game sharing purposes between multiple households, which is against the rules, I will stress, that King thing does not endorse game sharing across multiple households. But if you're on that secondary console and your internet's off, you can't play any of the, any of those games because it can't validate the second console. Yeah. It only gives you that like temporary offline access on your primary which is fair enough. It's understandable. Same as like I say, it's same as the Spotify logic and, and whatever else. Like, yeah. and ne- in fact, Netflix does it now as well, doesn't it? You can download. Like, I remember downloading this a few, a few series on Netflix, so I had some stuff to watch on a flight, 
and I could watch it offline yeah, on Netflix. But you downloaded it. But right. I downloaded them in advance, yeah. and and then um, I remember doing it with even something in, something as long ago as BBC iPlayer. I used to. I remember B- BBC iPlayer used to let me download stuff to watch it later, and then eventually it would pop up and it would say, um, "You've had this downloaded in your in your hard drive for Too thirty long. days." It it's going to be removed unless you go back unless you sign back in to revalidate it. Yeah. So I mean, there is ways to play those things offline, but with cloud gaming, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. You are stuck if you have yeah, got like no you internet connection. You if your internet goes down in at home, or the mobile network's down, whatever it is you use, or the service itself is down due to an issue, you're screwed. Yeah. You're done for. Um. I found this out the hard way by having a what is now a smart home where things like my lights are controlled by my Google home network. So basically and when my internet when my internet goes off, Google doesn't doesn't control anything. Even if the router's on and the network works, because there's no internet, it doesn't work. So I have to go like basically what you have to do is you have to go like turn the light off then back on, then off, and then back on, and it, like, resets it, and it turns it back into a normal bulb. You have to, like, flick the switch, or, but some of them you have to, like, turn it off and then leave it on, and then you, you have to do, like, weird <laughs> things. Then they suddenly become normal lights again. So it's really frustrating you... when you walk into a room. Th- this is how I know that my internet has gone off sometimes in my house. I walk into a room, and I'll be like, hey, device, I'm not going to say its name because it'll trigger it right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, device, turn on the bedroom light, and it'll go... I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. I'm like, for fuck's sake, Virgin Media. <laughs> basically, Virgin Media control your house, is what yeah. you're trying to well, say. Or, or basically, they hold me to ransom yeah. constantly. <laughs> did, you, did I tell you that they had the cheek to send me an advert for £7 a month additional cost to get a 4G device that plugs into the back of my Ouch. current modem for when it goes off? I'm like, if I'm having that, I'm having it for free, lads. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't charging me shit all for that. <laughs> um... If all that should just be your backup. That's, that's all I mean, is, yeah, so. you shouldn't you shouldn't have to actively advertise that to me. Your service shouldn't no. be sure, so yeah, shit. Exactly. You have to actively advertise that to me. Right, we've, right. we've deactivated him we've... six times this week, so <laughs> oh. let's offer I mean, him one now. <laughs> I'm I'm sure anyone that's a regular in stream at the moment will be able to verify that I think every single stream for the last week I've temporarily dipped offline at least once. Like tonight has happened while we've been recording. Like Virgin Virgin Media are an absolute set of, <laughs> and I use that bleeper because I use the c word. Wow. Normally I swear on this podcast, but I call Virgin Media connection providers, <laughs> cockroaches, <laughs> complete utter nonsensical twats. <laughs> PG. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> yeah, you see what I did. Um, where were we? We got derailed there by talking about my no shit internet. ROI. Oh, we would. Yeah, so no real ROI, which is return. Sorry, that's my business speak. Return on investment. So if you yeah. buy a games console or a PC or anything like that, or even physical discs, you can. At some point in time, trade that back to somebody for money or something else. For it has it has tangible value. That yeah. I mean, it might drop over time, but 
for example, right now I'm debating what do I do with my One X in November when the Series S arrives, and I have a return on investment. So the money that I spent on that X, I can go sell that to potentially fund my Series S purchase. Um, Same with my PS4, I can potentially go sell that to fund my PS5 purchase or, or whatever. With cloud gaming, you've got like zero return on investment. I can't, I can't see a way that you would. But you wouldn't need to. <clears throat> In a way, you're just paying for a subscription and access to it. That's all you pay. For I know, Netflix. but you don't return your TV for Netflix. Yeah, it's the it's the old adage of renting a house is dead money. Like, yeah, yeah, you might have got a house over your head. You might have got a roof over your head. You might have a nice place to live. But ultimately, it's never yours. Your landlord could take it away from you at any point, realistically. Like, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah they can't just kick you out, kick you out. But, you know, they could serve you notice and say, I'm selling the property or I've decided not to keep renting out, whatever. You've got, six, like, six weeks to move out. Yeah. Like, things like like xCloud, Stadia, whatever, they could shut down at any given moment. Yeah, and then you've spent all this money and got nothing. Um, whereas Sweet if you've got a mortgage and you're in your own house, it's your house. Yeah. If you've bought a console and bought some discs, they're yours. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, it's not necessarily a, a complete flaw in it, but it's just something that was that I was thinking about when we were going through it. Is and we were making the notes for like what I is the good and what is the bad. I think I, that a return on investment is that is kind of part of gaming. Like how many people? Quite a big part. How many people will do what I'm debating doing, which is sell your last gen console to really? fund your next gen one, and yeah. like go to go to go towards it or whatever. And I mean, yes, I guess with streaming, you're never going to have that problem anyway because you you're always going to be able to get the latest games, the latest hardware, because the hardware is dealt with at their side, but. I mean, if that service ever... like, It's like all the money I've spent on Netflix. If Netflix just suddenly went, right, that's it, we're done, we've gone bust. No, yeah. no more Netflix. It's like, well, I've just spent 10 years spending all this money. I mean, Netflix is... Must be pushing 150 quid a year-ish. How, how much Don't about that. Do, you, do you pay for like the standard one? I I can't remember. Like the, it's like it's it's more than, it's like twelve pound a month, is it not? Netflix. Or that's if you that? want no. ten accounts or something on it. Ten active users. Right. Okay. So let, let's call it hundred and twenty pounds a year then, because it's, so it's 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 a it's a tenner. Seven quid a month or something. No, yeah, it's, it's not it's, been seven quid a month seven, for a while. It's seven ninety nine for no, it's HD. Not. Is it not? There you go. It's eight ninety nine minimum now. Oh. Google it. I am now. Google it. In fact, hey Google. How much is Netflix in the UK? On the website netflix.com, they say plans range from £5.99 to £1.99. I can see it right now in front of me. Yeah, but that's that's standard def. £5.99 standard def, one device. That's wank. Sorry, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't care, Google, shut up. Virgin Media probably just turned you off again. Um, <laughs> my my point is, anyway, you're spending like let, let's just call it for argument's sake, a hundred pounds a year on Netflix. Yeah. Over the course of ten years, I've spent a thousand pounds with Netflix. Yeah. What have I got to actually show for that? Other than I can quote every episode of Always Sunny and Peep Show Inside Out because I've watched them that many times. Yeah. Like, what have I actually got for that? Other than fact, I can quote some meme TV shows. What, what I'm also starting to <laughs> notice is that Netflix is kind of like 
I don't know. It seems to get shows after Prime, and then they go massive on Netflix as if like people have never seen them. Like that. Have you seen that The Fall or whatever? Because nobody, nobody necessarily uses Prime. People don't really use Prime Video. Nobody goes out of the way to use Prime Video specifically. I don't think there's anybody out there that goes. No, listen. I don't think there's anybody out there that goes. Ooh, I can spend this much money on Netflix, or I can spend this much money on Prime Video. Which am I going to buy? I'm going to buy Netflix. Uh, sorry, nobody goes. Oh, I'm going to buy the Amazon one. They all go. I'm going to buy Netflix. You'll find that the majority of people that watch Prime Video probably already have Netflix as well and are yeah. using Prime Video because it's an added perk of their Prime delivery service. Yeah, exactly the same as the right. people that use just, Prime Audio, Prime Music. Yeah, and... people that use Prime Music. Um, people that use what's the other thing that you can get with it? There's something else. Prime. Then you can get so, <laughs> some certain audio books. You can yeah, get so many audio books. Proper audible, but you can get some. Yeah, you can get certain bits. Yeah. So, like, but those are all advantages of having Prime delivery service. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do. Maybe I would buy Prime Video occasionally, but Prime Video would be a little bit like my my, my now TV purchase of. I'll pay for a couple of months, binge whatever I want to watch that's on it, then I'll not pay for it for the other 10 months of the year. That's how yeah. it'd work if it wasn't part of my delivery service that I've already got with them. Yeah. That's that's it for me. But Prime has some really good originals as well. you got to remember, I, I like I what Netflix like does. Like, I like the Prime All is good. and stuff like that. I do like it. All or Nothing's really good. Yeah. yeah. Names in chat just said Prime has the boys. It does. The boys, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there's... So we've got all the really weirdly off topic here. What what were we even what were we even talking about? Uh, oh, return of investment. So like my, my, my point my point was is I've spent a thousand pounds on Netflix over the last ten years, minimum. Minimum. Yeah. And I've got nothing to show for it if they suddenly just stopped existing. Yeah. You got the memory so, of the films, you've got the, the Yeah, TV I've got the I've got the memory got, I've got the memory of the films. Called. But if I wanted the memory of the films and this and might like sound really sh- or, or, like old-fashioned or whatever, but if, if I wanted the, the memory of watching those things, I'd rather have gone to the cinema and enjoyed it with a friend and, and like yeah, had a had a, had an overall experience. The, the Netflix experience is sitting down and watching something because I'm bored. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to enjoy a movie and enjoy it properly, that's why I had a fucking cinema card until COVID destroyed the world. Like, <laughs> it was nice to once or twice a month get together with a couple of friends who also had cinema cards and we'd go watch a film together and, yeah. like, you'd watch the latest Marvel release in the cinema. How many people were going out just to watch the new Marvel film straight away and watch it in the cinema and get that cinema experience? I mean, you just... You've got something out of it. This uh, has got really off track. Just quickly before we get back on track, I watched the full Marvel thing on Disney+, Plus, which is... Streaming it, Wait, which you can, which yeah. you can. But I mean, it's good. That's that wasn't the point of what I was saying. I know. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. The last, the the last downside we have in the notes is um, there's always the chance that whatever you're playing might just get removed. Um, but I mean, the same does go for things like services like Game Pass and that new PS Plus thing that they're going to be doing. They might just suddenly go, oh, we well we're not providing this game anymore. I mean, they usually give you a little bit of notice that it's going to be like you get like a leaving soon kind of category, don't you? So yeah. you get games where you know it's your last chance. But I mean, there's every chance that you could be in the middle of playing a game 
and halfway through it and then they're like well we're removing this game from your service whereas if you'd bought it or digital even digitally bought it it's yours you can play it as much as you want whenever you want there's no like there's more longevity to it i guess yeah oh no comments on that just agreement no it's just <laughs> he's, he's literally just like he's gonna get removed and that's it you've got no choice yeah <clears throat> It's like so, bailiffs. Um... <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah. essentially it is. Like, oh, can't pay take it instead, away. It's like but, t- some, you know. taking something that you own, but for reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of comments, we had a few that were sent in over the week. Um, a couple of these are from before, actually, and then one's more recent. Um, Dummy2008, Paul Caro, Paul Posse. Hi, Paul oh. again. Yeah. Um, he originally said I love the idea of cloud gaming it gives you the portability uh, for those who have long journeys or commutes the whole Apple to X cloud thing has me a bit bitter but I'm hoping that that passes I would love to be able to sit um, about at, at lunch gaming on my phone carrying on from where I left off on a game whilst I'm at work um, I mean the the whole Apple X cloud thing it has definitely been in beta because I got an invite to beta it at one point. And I just never got around to doing it. Has it been completely canned for the Apple stuff, or is it just that it was easy for them to get it on Android, so they've gone there first? I don't quite know don't, the details. I of that. don't have a clue what's being said right now. So. Joshua, you know most about <laughs> XCloud out of all of us. No, I, I don't know either. No, I've no. got it on Android. That's all I give a shit about. Yeah. What what I re- <laughs> what I really enjoy is the way that Xbox bait Apple users. So if you've got the Game Pass app on your Apple iPhone or your iPad or anything, it'll occasionally send you a notification like, "Remember, you can stream all these amazing games through XCloud on your Android device." <laughs> and like that is just baiting. <laughs> that is baiting Apple users so hard, and I love it. Um, but you see that. Therein comes one of the problems we've talked about. If they suddenly decide they don't want to support a device or provide a certain game or whatever, you've kind of lost it. Yeah. Or you've never got access yeah. to it in the first place. There's there's definitely huge limitations always, to this. I always think about it, though. I don't think someone who's not an already a gamer is going to get into streaming a game unless they are already a gamer of some kind. It's not um, going to be a standalone. I just play on XCloud. I don't think anyone's going to do that. I think it's just going to be an additional way for you. I think you could be surprised, to do, though. To do it. I, I think if someone was in a, a, a well enough position internet reliability-wise in terms of speed, availability, and all that stuff and connectivity, um, unlike James, who appears to have frozen, um, <laughs> if someone was in that scenario... I think that, for example, I would consider the fact that I might... Um... Squadcast is wank. Thanks for interrupting me. <laughs> um, I would consider the fact that I might not need an Xbox anymore because I can just xCloud everything. So, for for example, my I guess this comes back to me having a PC as well. So it's not quite, I'd get rid of everything. What I'd potentially do is have my PC and my PlayStation, scrap the Xbox entirely, because most of the games I'd be able to play on the PC from my Game Pass, 
and then those that I can't, I would potentially be able to xCloud and play on another device, or maybe even xCloud just to the PC. So I think that I see what you mean. Is like it's not. I don't think it's going to appeal to people that aren't gamers. Yeah. Because it's it's the same as like people who don't like watch online content anyway aren't interested in subscribing to your Netflix and stuff. Like there's people yeah. out there who are just happy watching terrestrial TV, and that's fine. But that's not who cloud gaming is targeted at anyway. Cloud gaming is definitely targeting more at people who want to play games, but it gives an option to people who might not have three, four, five hundred pounds to put down on a console every few years. I mean, yes, Xbox do other things as well, like let you pay for a console in installments and that stuff. There's, there's definitely other options to get yourself a physical thing, but, I mean, not everyone has a great TV. Not everyone has... Um, not every, I mean, it sounds really daft, but to 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 sit here with the amount of screens and equipment I've got around me and to think there's a TV in my bedroom and a TV downstairs and we're probably all three of us here in very similar situations there. Some people don't have that luxury. No, They've yeah. got like a a single TV in a single room that can't always be used by them all the time because it's a family yeah. room as well. Like yeah. there, There's definitely scenarios where xCloud gaming or... Stadia gaming or whatever it might be would be somebody's sole outlet to be able to game, and it could yeah. open doors for a lot of people in those scenarios because it's relatively oh, yeah, there affordable. Could be that don't even know about it. Mm. I so. just want to show you my emblem on Black Ops Three, representing <laughs> that King Thing TKT fucker <laughs> with the crown on the cake. <laughs> Love it. Um, Jerry Narco, uh, weeks ago when we originally started throwing this topic around, uh, said, uh, the only time I can see myself using something like cloud gaming is if I'm out and about traveling and, or spending overnight stays in hotels. But even then, the internet's usually rubbish. Uh, if I'm on the bus, train, or whatever, I've just got my mobile. Um, by the fact I still haven't even booted up Final Fantasy III on my iPhone that I bought ages ago, I can't see myself ever using streaming services on phones for games beyond something other than as, uh, something as simple as Candy Crush. I'll, I'll stick to physicals, thanks. Um, there's no reliance on the internet, no lag, no connection. Uh, sorry, no contention. Not another sub. So, like, basically citing a number of the negatives I've already mentioned. The internet yeah. hasn't become a necessity yet. It's not become a human right to have access to the internet. Which no, it's not. To, it, it's on the way. It, it will there. eventually. It will but eventually. I think when we're past that kind of point in time, maybe game streaming's going to be easier. I don't know. If you can do it on a mm. bus, maybe, because you don't have to pay I mean, for the internet as at the extortionately point... as you do now. At the point that internet becomes a human right and game streaming is good enough that it doesn't matter about the latency and the connection quality, you won't be needing a bus. Yeah. <laughs> so you won't be on a bus. It'll yeah. become redundant. You'll be, you'll be having the game stream directly into a brain chip and just expe- <laughs> you'll just be like <sighs> experiencing a game. Every, and everyone every will be like, you play a oh, game, you just he, it. He's clearly bought he's clearly bought GTA seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm. What are you on about? GTA five. 
No, it'd be GTA 6 by then. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely be 6 by then. You sure we're getting 6 by then? You sure? <laughs> uh, last one from the inbox is uh, JNK, not James, a different JNK. Uh, says uh, what, my what do the initials stand for JNK. What do the initials stand for, though? JNK. We need to find out what they stand for. Okay, we'll go tweet because JNK. If, it, and if it's Janice Nicola King, there's something going on here. <laughs> um, my home setup can barely cope with me streaming PS4 to my iPad. I have to keep it on the lowest quality setting to get a decent frame rate. No way would it cope with streaming something from an external source. I mean, that's that's the other thing. Is we talk about there being no hardware requirements per se, but your internal network is going to have to be up to something to be able to receive the yes. connection yes. in the first place. I've streamed the Xbox to the PC and like Vice played versa. it properly. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's, it's here. Like it's literally like same corner of the room. And XCloud has still looked better and run better. Yeah, I'm... and I think the the difference. That's the hardware differences, though, isn't it? Yeah, they've got the highest end possible, mm. and hundreds of them, probably thousands. Yeah. And obviously, I've got a shitty little router. It might yeah. be better. It might not be, but it's it's always dependent on where you are as well. Because if I if I live where James is, and I tried doing the same thing <laughs> it'd look probably worse than his would it probably worse than mine does are you trying yeah. to say you trying to say your internet, say shit, your internet shit I mean James has the worst quality of connection I have the worst I stability of connection to be completely you. honest my internet's actually really good <laughs> your internet will be the best of the three of us I'll guarantee yeah. you that right now mine it's, should be but 60, yours probably is it's 60 megabytes a second I want to see. Do usually, it's pulling seventy-five a year. I've I've made the point of as much as it's really cool that I get three hundred and fifty meg download from Virgin Media. What is the point in having that if I can't fucking use it because it's offline? Yeah. You get it all. Like I'd rather I'd rather have hundred meg and oh, it's going it's going down. Oh. It's because I'm using <laughs> some. Oh no! Come on! This, this is a prime Come example on. of James's shit internet. It, it peaked at like twenty James, and then dropped all the way James, to ten. I Come think on, no. you need to get an oh. Xbox with a disc tray on it. That's saying eighteen point three. We're all gonna have to speed test now. This is the bit where my internet just goes down. This is for the viewers. At It'll home. be struggling to get past ten here. Oh no, it's gone up. It's gone up. There you go. That's. That's for you too. If you can see that. That's for the viewers at home. See, look, I'm supposed to get 350 meg. I'm getting 100 a minute. Well, 95. Where's my other 250 meg gone? These, <laughs> like, where is these it? Are my yeah, no- where is it? These are my media? normal speeds. You get, you get your internet in short. I mean, James, is it, James needs to stop doing UCLA speed tests because... His speed tests are causing him to not be able to communicate with Ooh, us. Look at that, straight up. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, anyway, down. stop testing your stop oh, testing no, your internet. See, your your at least my connection is stable when it works. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> bit work all the time. That's half what it's normally at. Twenty. Look, Squadcast Squadcast can't handle someone doing a speed <laughs> test. This is brilliant. This is not a good advert advert for your service, Squadcast. <laughs> 
Just... <laughs> uh. I hope that that plays out so weirdly what? on the on the audio edit. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know what happened. We were we were talking about how shit a squadcast is. You were saying something, you cut out, and I was like, "This is a good example of how not to promote your service squadcast that it can't handle someone doing a speed test on the sim network." And then you were just going <laughs> in the background. Uh, oh, it was delightful, oh, and I hope it plays out that well on audio recording when we come if back to it. If it does, clip it. Oh, I mean, that would be great. I could just clip it in stream, to be fair. If you really want a clip of it, bro, I'll clip it in stream. Um, Right, that is it for this week. We have covered that. I don't think anything else to add to that. I think the the general consensus here then on cloud gaming is, yes, it's a cool cool thing to to have for the gaming community. But it's too soon to rely on it by far. Mm -hmm. Um, There are definite... Issues, I guess, that need to be done somewhere, and it has. And Stadia did a really bad job. Yeah. (laughs) So let someone else have a go, see if it carries on. That sounds good to me. Right, that went well. Um, thank you very much to everyone who's joined us live and been sort of part of the conversation. Sorry, we don't always get to all your messages while you guys are like, because you guys do sort of talk in chat quite frequently and. It's hard to keep track of that whilst we're doing the episode. So, thank you for yeah. being here in the first place. And we will always try and pick up what we can that's relevant. It's just trying to keep it flowing so it works as an audio thing for these lovely people who are listening now. See how that works? <laughs> um, if you'd like to follow and us now, on Twitter. Are we addressing um, the audios now? I don't know who we're addressing. <laughs> we're just addressing everyone. Um, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it's that underscore king underscore thing. If you'd like to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash that king thing. Facebook. Uh, if you'd like to find us online with that king thing.com. That king thing.com. And there's um, some links to things like our Discord and so on available Discord. right there. Uh, so that, is it. that is it for this week's episode. Thank you very much to everyone who's joined us live. Thank you very much to everyone who listens back. We'll be back next week uh, to talk about whatever we decide to talk about then. I guess. My nipples. I'd rather mm. skip that topic. <laughs> Why? My lovely lady nips. It's a hard Check topic to talk about. I'll show you. <laughs> okay, I'll let you. I'll let you have that subject now. You can have it. <laughs> right, that is it, viewers. Um, for those, for those of you who are joining us live. We are going to play some Warzone, so you can watch a bit of Warzone Wednesdays, and we'll do a couple Warzone of hours of Wednesday. that. Um, and then that is it for the episode. So again, thanks to everyone who joined us. Say goodbye to the audio people, brothers. Goodbye, audio goodbye, people. Goodbye, audio people. You are the worst. I don't wow. Think that. I don't think that. <laughs> that's, like that's staying in. I, I want people to know how little respect you have for them, James. Because they need to be. I think this is why. This is why we have. This is why we have no numbers anymore on audio. Is because you just disrespect them all. <laughs> We're just going to replace Jeez. him with a pillow or something. I'm sorry to anyone who is there in audio. We love you. We try to. Did you say we try to? <laughs> <laughs>